the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Let's check those numbers again. Yeah, we had uh, yesterday we had Madeline Osborne of the Federalist on to talk about a piece she wrote uh, with this headline: "Inaccurate virus models are panicking officials into ill-advised lockdowns." That makes you feel good as you're sitting at home locked down right now. I'm sure. Uh, she pointed out that um, that government officials all over the country were taking drastic measures based on an online mapping tool called COVID Act Now. And she had evidence that showed that COVID Act Now's predictions were ridiculously inaccurate. So she also pointed out that the model is based on information from something called Imperial College London. And most disturbing about the whole thing, after she pointed out all the uh, the, the facts about the um, just the terrible job that COVID Act Now had, and the... Um, this, this Imperial College London had all how badly they had done with their predictions. She also pointed out that the founders of this site, uh, COVID Act Now, are a former Democratic congressman and two Silicon Valley Democrat activists. That's who's that's who is responsible for these numbers being uh, being uh, thrown around, and the government is using those numbers to make decisions. And guess what we found out today? Well, the doctor behind all the doomsday predictions you've been hearing, eh, he said he made a uh, kind of a mistake. Uh, this guy, his name is uh, Neil Ferguson. He had predicted that the U.K. would have to shut down for up to a year and a half to avoid catastrophic deaths. So that would get us to what? Next uh, summer, like next August 2021? Uh, yeah, that's what he said. But earlier this week, um, uh, Mr. Ferguson, Neil Ferguson, he testified in front of Parliament, and he said that uh, he expects the country to flatten the curve in two to three weeks. And you've heard what flatten the curve means. It's basically another way of saying that it's showing an abatement, that's showing that things are leveling off, and uh, maybe the worst is over. Uh, so let's look. Let's review that. A year and a half. And now it's two to three weeks that he thinks it's going to the, the curve may be flattened. And the, the Imperial College had predicted that over 500,000 people would die in the U.K. and over 2 million would die in the U.S. Remember now, again, this is, this is the Imperial College study that's believed to have a major influence on the strategy of government officials in the U.S. So he said that over 500,000 would die in the U.K. and over 2 million would die in the U.S. Now he says the number in the U.K. is 20,000. So let's look at that again. 500,000, and that's been changed to 20,000. That's a pretty big difference, don't you think? It's pretty, I mean, 20,000 is a big number, but compared to 500,000, and again, this is the Imperial College study, the 
state governments, um, local governments, federal government, they've been using these numbers to make their decisions on how much uh, torture we're all supposed to go through with lockdowns and shutdowns and everything else. So maybe President Trump isn't crazy to think that uh, that we could be back to normal by Easter as they start to look at these numbers. Meanwhile, and we come in our second half hour today. I'm going to have another example of how bad the data is. Are I guess is the correct way to put it. I'll have that uh, in the second half hour. Um, uh, a writer from the Washington, um, I'm sorry, from the Wall Street Journal. Who, who also looked at a lot of data and said that this just doesn't add up to what's going on right now. Meanwhile, the mult, speaking of numbers, the multi-trillion dollar bailout checks are in the mail. The airlines are going to be getting some of the biggest checks. And when we come back, we're going to talk to an economist who says that's a bad idea. Stick around. If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have 5 to 100 employees, listen up. The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm John Steigerwald. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year, another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in the network. Isn't it time for a change? Well, stop the insanity and call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30%. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorka here inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand with Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Register today at sebgorka.com. On the Stand with Israel tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Visit Seb gorka.com and click on the israel banner that's sebgorka.com s-e-b-g-o-r-k-a.com are you hiring do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates if you want to find the perfect hire you need to post your job on all the top job sites and now you can with ziprecruiter.com you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. And right now... 
Listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash America. One more time. To try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. We make the Solaire Infrared Grills, those amazing gas grills that heat up to over 1,000 degrees in just three minutes to provide professional chef quality performance in your own backyard. Now, you won't find them in the big box stores. Solaire is sold only by the finest specialty retailers who recognize Solaire as the only real hot, fast grill. If you live in an area without a Solaire dealer, Solaire has the demo program where you can try a mini version of a full-size grill in your own backyard, grilling the foods you love. It's made with the same design, materials, components, and performance of the big Solaires, but in a size Solaire can easily ship to you. Try before you buy so you'll know firsthand why Solaire is the last grill you'll ever purchase. Learn more about the demo program and these fantastic USA-made grills at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. BestHotGrill.com. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Coronavirus deaths and hospitalizations in New York up dramatically, a stark sign of the outbreak's increasing reach. Governor Andrew Cuomo said the state's death toll from the coronavirus jumped by 100 in one day, pushing that number now to 385. Ford, Fiat Chrysler, Honda, and Toyota are taking steps to restart North American factories that have been closed now to protect workers from the coronavirus. Stock surging again on Wall Street as a massive coronavirus relief bill gets closer to passing Congress. Major indexes jumping more than 6%. The rally came even as a massive scale of the downturn slamming the economy becomes more apparent with 3.3 million Americans applying for unemployment benefits last week. The Dow picked up 1,352 points today. This is SRN News. They call this sheltering in place. She used to Sometimes play it feels lonely. Sometimes you get overwhelmed. That's when the radio comes on. And the person on the other side is somebody you know, somebody you respect, somebody you trust. And in just a few minutes, you start to understand. We can get through this. Everybody else is going through the same thing. What we're going through is hard. This radio station is going to get me through it all. We're all going to make it. AM 1250, the answer. Head to your local retailer to pick up One Step Complete. The new Michelin Silicon. Alaska to South America in unpredictable conditions. Thunderstorms, ice storms, they just don't quit. Rainier Zydlo chose Michelin Endurance XT silicone wiper blades with advanced quad-tech four-layer coated silicone that repels water, snow, and ice and lasts two times longer than other blades. It's coming down in sheets. Real-world proven. Extreme weather wiping performance. Upgrade to Michelin Endurance XT silicone wiper blades today, only at Walmart. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Okay, we're back. We apologize for that. We're, uh, we're you know, this is all part of the, uh, I guess if you want, you can blame Donald Trump. This is all his fault, I think, is what I'm hearing in a lot of the media, that everything is his fault. So I'll just blame it on him for now. Uh, no, we're, we're, we're doing the show from home, and I'm, uh, you know, it's a, it's kind of a little bit of an adventure here. But, uh, you know, we'll try to get this fixed. We'll be okay for the second half hour. I have a recorded interview uh, for the second half hour. So I know 
that, that there won't be a problem with that. Um, but um, uh, I just I, I thought I should mention here, uh, and uh, Mike, if you do me a favor, you can hear me back there. Could you call Veronique and apologize, and maybe we try to get her on again? I don't want her to just think we just you know blew her off. Uh, thanks. Okay, so um, I, I thought this was interesting. My brother actually uh, alerted me to this, or someone else did. I don't know who it was, but anyway. Um, you know, you're hearing a lot about how Donald Trump wasn't uh, prepared for this and uh, didn't act quickly enough and he didn't understand the seriousness of the coronavirus and he should have understood it sooner and he should have acted sooner. And actually, in, in fact, uh, his his um, shutting down travel from China was a big deal and probably saved a lot of uh, lives, if not saved a lot of people from getting the disease and being you know, having having the coronavirus, but um, I found this from this is the Hill, the the, the website, the Hill. This is from January twenty sixth, twenty twenty, and the headline is "Government Health Agency Official: Colon Coronavirus Quote Isn't Something the American People Need to Worry About." And guess who it was who said that? Have you heard of Anthony Fauci, Doctor? Tony Fauci, Anthony Fauci, you know, he's the guy with the gray hair and the glasses that you see on TV with Donald Trump all the time, the guy who speaks for, I guess, the entire medical profession of the United States right now when it comes to um, allergy and infectious diseases. He's the director of the NIAID, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and you've seen him. I mean, he's been everywhere. Not just with with President Trump at the press conferences, but he's been all over the news uh, and on every station and every outlet. So uh, this is what uh, he said. This, now this again. This is from January twenty sixth, and uh, he says um, that we shouldn't. The American public shouldn't worry about the coronavirus outbreak in China. I'm not kidding you. This is what he said. It's a very, very low risk to the United States. Again, this is that guy you see on TV that that, uh, so many in the media at MSNBC and CNN are feeling sorry for him because he he has to know that Donald Trump is just so dumb and just uh, clueless and has no idea what's going on and it's a shame and boy why didn't you know it's, why didn't Trump know sooner and boy this guy must really feel bad having to work with Donald Trump when Donald Trump should have known about well it's a very very low risk to the United States Fauci said during an interview with radio show host John Katsimatis quote but it's something that we as public health officials need to take very seriously it isn't something the American public needs to worry about or be frightened about because we have ways of preparing and screening of people coming in from China. And we have, have ways of responding like we did with this one case in Seattle uh, who had traveled to China and brought back the infection. Uh, World Health Organization reported on Saturday. Again, this is from uh, January 26th. World Health Organization reported on Saturday that there are 1,320 confirmed cases of the virus worldwide. Wow, only 1,300 worldwide two months ago. Uh, only two are in the U.S., two in the U.S. In January, uh, on January 26th. And the majority are centered in China. Fauci went on to explain that since it is a virus, there are limited remedies to combat it 
or develop immunity among a population. He said NIAID, that's his organization, is working on a vaccine, though it will be about three months until they can begin testing it on humans. Well, he said that on January uh, 26th, so that would mean they should have a, if he's right, it'll have a vaccine in a month. Uh, quote, we've just got to make sure that we are totally prepared since infectious diseases will continue to emerge on the human species, and we've got to be essentially perpetually prepared. It remains unclear how long the virus will be active in China, where over 30 million people in the Wuhan, China area have been quarantined so far. So there you have it. Uh, that is the, your doctor that is, um, and I mean, I, I, I'm not trashing him for it. He was wrong. Um, but he's the guy that's out there as the spokesperson and the smart guy in the room and the guy that everybody's leaning on for information when it comes to um, the danger of the coronavirus and where it's headed and where we're all headed and, and how many people are going to get it and how many people are going to die from it and what should what we should do to prevent all that from happening. And it's the reason why I'm sitting at home right now uh, doing my radio show from my uh, house. Um, but, you know, and I told you at the beginning of the show that this Neil Ferguson guy, now, now here's here you have one dog. I don't know if this, uh, yeah, he's a doctor, Neil Ferguson. You have this one guy, uh, Dr. Fauci, he's a doctor, and he's, he says uh, two months ago that, um, yeah, don't worry about it. There's no problem with this uh, coronavirus thing. It's not going to be a problem for America. And on across the ocean, over there in the U.K., Neil Ferguson of in the uh, London Imperial College, whatever it's called, Imperial London, Imperial College it's called, he predicted that over 500,000 people would die in the U.K. and over 2 million would die in the U.S. That's pretty scary, 2 million people dying from this. But now he expects the death toll in Britain to be under 20,000. So that's, that's, um, that's a pretty big drop there. And, you know, I don't know, do, you, do governments around the world act a little differently when they think 500,000 people might die from a virus as, a, as compared to 20,000? Do you think that this, and again, in case you missed it, and we, had, we talked about it yesterday, uh, and that's what's so interesting about this, is that we just did talk about this yesterday with, with uh, the woman from the Federalists who wrote a story saying that they're, they're, they're depending on uh, this COVID now, um, and it's, uh, and, and COVID now is getting their numbers from this Neil Ferguson guy. And COVID now is where all of our government officials, local, state, federal, uh, most of them are getting their uh, data and making their decisions based on this number. And it's wrong. I mean, he said, <laughs> he, he said 500,000. It's 20,000. And uh, Dr. Fauci said, ah, don't worry about it. And now the whole country's been shut down now for, what, a week? And, you know, who knows? There are people out there laughing at Donald Trump for saying he'd, he'd like to get back by Easter weekend. That's where we are right now. So you tell me. Um, I, I mean, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I haven't seen anybody except my wife in the last two days. And I'm hiding in my office right now. But uh, the people that we're depending on, and, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm not thinking it's all that good. 
what they're giving us. That's the advice and the directions based on their research. Their research stinks. Your local volunteer fire department desperately needs you. Can you direct traffic, install a smoke alarm, help at fundraisers? Then your community could use your help. You don't have to fight fire to be a volunteer. Visit volunteerfirefighteralliance.org. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire, at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. Happier. Her fur is so much shinier, silkier, softer. She has really mellowed a lot. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life. The shedding has stopped, the itching has stopped. Since 2001, we've helped more than a quarter million dogs get over their nutritional deficiency miseries. And saved our customers bazillions in vet bills. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. Don't let your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy. Come to Dynavite for help. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or radio.com. Pain or no pain, your wisdom teeth should be checked every year. If wisdom teeth come in properly and meet the right conditions, they are generally safe to keep. But left unchecked, they can put you at risk for gum disease, tooth decay, and damage to adjacent teeth. Some wisdom teeth grow in at such an angle that they never break through the gum, which can lead to tooth decay, gum disease, cysts, and tumors. These impacted teeth can only be seen on x-rays. So the damage they may cause can go undetected if they are not checked by a dental professional. Some people just don't have enough room for another tooth in their mouth, so their wisdom teeth can affect adjacent teeth when they come in. This can make it difficult to chew, difficult to keep them all clean, and misalign your teeth. Not all wisdom teeth need to be removed, but they all do need to be monitored by an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. Find a surgeon near you for a complete examination If your wisdom teeth do need to be removed, the procedure can be done in an office setting with minimal post-operative pain and swelling. Remember, pain or no pain, your wisdom teeth should be checked every year. Find your local oral and maxillofacial surgeon at myoms.org. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On inbound 28, you're down to one lane between 40th Street Bridge and 31st Street Bridge. They're doing some debris removal and drainage work until 7 p.m. Watch out for an accident in O'Hara Fox Chapel Road north of Mercury Drive. If you are planning to use mass transit, there is a reduced schedule on the Port Authority light rail and buses. You want to check that. Also, parking meter enforcement in the city is suspended. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. 
Weather. Mild tonight with times of rain and a low 48. Mainly cloudy skies for tomorrow with a high 63. Tomorrow night mild with times of rain and a thunderstorm. Some will be heavy late. Watch for flooding with a low 50. A few showers and a thunderstorm on Saturday. Variable cloudiness with a high 67. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, I'm still coming to you from home, so that must mean we're still in a shutdown, if not a lockdown. The stimulus bills are ready. The money's going to be coming. You could be getting a check in the mail any day now. But is all of this necessary? Maybe not, according to Jay Bhattacharya, a professor of medicine at Stanford who co-wrote a piece in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. Jay joins us now. Jay, thanks for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. So in the first paragraph of your piece, uh, you write that the extraordinary measures in place now would be justified if the coronavirus would kill millions without them, but there's little, little evidence to support that premise. Why do you say that? Well, the, the key number to try to understand is what is the case fatality right now? What does that mean? That means if you get the virus, how likely is it that you're going to die? Mm-hmm. We know the number of deaths from the virus, the, the numerator for that number. What we don't know is the denominator. And it's very simple reason why. The, the testing, that, for technical reasons, testing that's been done to date tests whether you actively have the virus right now. But we don't have, have not, we, we now have, but have not uh, widely applied a test that measures whether you've been exposed to the virus and cleared it, cured it. Just like, you know, you get a cold, the virus is in you while you have the cold, and then the cold goes away and the virus goes away. Same is true uh, with the coronavirus if you, if you've, uh, for most people, actually. It's like that. Um, now, unfortunately, unlike a cold in the coronavirus case, it can be, lead to a very, very deadly infection in some fraction of the cases. And the question is, what fraction is that? And we don't know that number. So you also say that the projection of the death toll could be, the way you put it, is magnitudes too high. How much too high are we talking about here? I, I think um, the thing I want to emphasize here is, 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 uh, it's, is the uncertainty in this, right? So mm-hmm. uh, the projections have been done assuming that about 3%, somewhere between, like the World Health Organization says 3%, uh, uh, I think Dr. Fauci said 1%, uh, on that order of magnitude, 1% to 3% of the population. So if, if uh, uh, 100 million people get the disease times 1%, that's 1 million deaths. Right. Right. If 3% die and 1 million people get the disease, that's 3 million deaths. It's, that's an incredible large number that we should do absolutely everything in our power to avoid, if that's true. Uh, it's also possible, given the evidence that we've, we've, we've examined, that the death rate, that the case fatality rate could be as low as uh, you know, 0.1%, 0.05%. Um, and the key question is, what's that denominator? What is uh, the, the technical term is what's the zero prevalence of the disease in the population? So, and if, uh, you know, go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah, no. So, so I apologize. Yeah. So I, I think uh, if we knew that number, we could better plan policy, right? So that 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 number determines whether you have a, a a condition that's like a really bad flu season where there isn't a vaccine versus a, a really deadly disease that's going to kill three million people in the United States. Yeah. So. So what I'm getting from this, from, from reading the piece, that it's if if here in Pittsburgh they have a hundred, they find a hundred cases, and one person dies, that's one percent. Um, right. But 
that's only based on the, the the cases that they are aware of that have that have revealed themselves. So it could be actually there are 900 people who have the the virus, and one person dies. That changes that number gigantically. That's the, the, exactly the fatality right. rate. That is exactly right. You have it spot on. If that number so the, is 100, so the thought is that the numbers are based only on identified positive cases. That's right. That's exactly the right thought. Um, so if we if we knew that number were 900, we'd react very very differently than if we knew that number were 33 or 100, oh, right? Yeah. So so there are estimates that it, that it could kill two million, but what you're saying is that it could really be twenty thousand. I mean, and, right. and that that should <laughs> make a big difference in what the reaction to the disease is. Right. Um, and actually, let me say one other thing that that be it, it's I think they're legitimate. Just a difference of opinion about this in the scientific community um, about whether what that right what that number is, uh, but I think the key thing to know is that nobody actually knows that number. Nobody actually knows that number, and the second thing to know is that it's possible to get that number with a very simple population survey of of, uh, of, of blood with the test the tests that are increasingly becoming available. This is something an answer we could we could have the answer to that question in, in two weeks. If we ran a, a big population, nationwide population study of seroprevalence, um, so that's something I'm I'm I'm, I'm working on a, a, a more local version of that in California because that's where, that's where my my uh, home base is. But uh, mm-hmm. it, it, I think this should be a national priority to to do national seroprevalence testing uh, of a representative population. It doesn't have to be everybody; it just has to be a representative population. And it, frankly, it wouldn't even cost that much to figure that answer out. Um, so. Uh, what what did you learn from uh, the numbers from Wuhan, the Wuhan area in uh, in China? Yeah, that's a really good question. So we looked at the the you know in Wuhan, obviously that's where the the virus started, as everybody knows. And um, in um, I think it's in December, there were a large number of Americans that you, that were in Wuhan, or living in Wuhan, or, or others otherwise, uh, who were repatriated to the United States. So they were all tested. So when you look at that population. You get a you get a, a prevalence rate that's much higher than people people have, had, had uh, are, are estimating for the rest of the world, and that you had, as consequently you get a lower case fatality rate for that for that subpopulation. Um, there's also the the there was another there was a Diamond Princess cruise ship where they tested uh, everybody, and same thing happened. Uh, you you get a lower case fatality rate when you measure the entire population and a larger prevalence rate than, than people expected. Um, and similarly, in in Paul, Italy, they did a, a, a basically they 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 uh, sampled everybody, and they got a lower prevalence, lower lower case fatality rate, and a higher prevalence than they expected. And, uh, much in more in order with line of uh, a twenty or forty thousand death disease, not a two million or four million death disease. So, and and you also in your piece you mentioned Iceland, and there's some numbers from Iceland. Uh, and they all seem to add up to the same thing. That from for a um, a a, um, a a layman like me, it's just they're basing their panic, if that's the right word, on um, the the fatality of people who they know had the based on the number of people they know have the virus, but they don't they don't know what they don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're, I think uh, for for I mean, your understanding is fantastically good. I mean, that is, and then you're, you're very humble to, to say it, to describe yourself that way. I mean, that is that's exactly right. It's that that number of the denominator, you, layman or expert, nobody knows that number, and we're basing policy as if we as if that's the worst case. Um, 
we have to know that number to understand uh, because on the other side of this is if we shut the economy down, we will almost certainly kill people from the, from the, from, uh, you know, the, 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 there's a, a, a death of despair, which is, which is a big social science term, but basically people go out of work. They, they get depressed. They, they, they do self-destructive things that all kinds of things happen. There are, there are higher rates of heart disease. Uh, all kinds of things happen during a, during a recession, especially a very, very deep depression, which is what I'm, what I'm, the projections I'm seeing. That, so it's not just dollars versus, versus lives. It's, doll, it's lies versus lies. Like who, who, who would live in, in a, who, who would survive the depression that's coming versus uh, who would survive the coronavirus? Um, so I, th- I think that's, that's why I'm, what I'm advocating for is let's learn that number and make a decision, an informed decision about policy based on that number. Because that, that number determines everything. If it's a 20,000 death disease, there's no reason to induce a, 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 an enormous depression, uh, economic depression for it. Because uh, yeah. you lose more lives in depression than you will from the from the disease. If it's three million, well, then we should have another conversation. And we're talking to jo- Dr. Jay Bhattacharya. Uh, he's a, pre- a professor of medicine at Stanford. So, uh, but what you're saying is that you don't think it would be all that hard to get that number. I don't think so. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I've been working uh, the last week with some of my colleagues to try to organize a study uh, in, in California on this. Uh, it's, it's 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 logistically. For a couple of professors uh, on a shoestring budget, it's, it's difficult. But as a nation, we're about to spend a lot of money on this. We already are spending oh, a lot of money on this. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not spend some more money to organize a very large-scale study? Um, you, uh, another thing expensive. I wanted to bring up was the NBA players testing positive. Uh, that, that was the no, beginning really of the end of sports around the world. What, what did you find out from the NBA stuff? Well, they, you know, they, they, they tested, uh, uh, it, it turns out they tested 120 of their players, but we, we didn't, we wrote the piece, we didn't know the, the denominator. So we said, okay, well, it's 450 players in the NBA, 10 have reported positive as of uh, March, I forget the date, March 14th or something. Um, yeah. So we, we did, we said, okay, 10 out of 450, that's about 2.2%. Uh, if you think about, uh, just look at the cities where they come from, Let's say that 2.2% applies to all the cities where they happen to play, where they come from, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, that would leave you with a case fatality number 30, 30 to, I forget the exact number, 30 to 100 and something times lower than people are, people are reporting because there's so many more cases that are not identified in the denominator. Um, another way to think about this is when we, when we estimate the flu, uh, the, the, the prevalence of the flu, like how many people have the flu each season, the CDC, what it does is it gets a test that's positive, and it more or less assumes that there are 79 or 80 people out there that they didn't identify. They fill that denominator with 79 or 80 other people. Um, with this disease, we're, we're filling that denominator with two or three. I mean, some of the models are filling with two or three other people. It's as if they, 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 they're assuming, essentially, that we have measured the entire, you know, almost half of the, of the, the positive cases. And given the testing difficulties that we saw at the beginning of the of the disease, that that would really would really be shocking to me. It seems really unlikely that we've measured half or a third of all the cases. Jay, I only have a, a little less than a minute left here, and I'm up against a hard break. Um, I'm just wondering. I'm, I'm I'm putting myself in your place, and I'm thinking if I'm you, and I know what you know, and the numbers that you've um, gone through, 
I'm screaming at the TV going, no, no, what are you doing? Why are you doing this <laughs> to us? I have a very Wait. simple solution. I don't watch TV. I don't have time. <laughs> I, uh, but, yeah, I, I would be very frustrated. Uh, I am very frustrated. I, I mean, that's, it's, it's, um, but I want to channel my frustration into, into running a study. I mean, I, I, if, the, if, if, if my guess is wrong, if my I guess my hypothesis is wrong, that, and, in fact, only very few people in effect in the case fatality rate is high, I want to know that. I want that. Mm-hmm. I want that solid number, and we we can do policy on the basis of that. If it's really, really large, as I expect is true, and the case fatality rate is really low, then we should change our policy. No kidding. Hey Jay, I'm out of time. Doctor Jay Bhattacharya, uh, professor of medicine at Stanford. I really appreciate it, and a great piece at the Wall Street Journal. Check it out. Thanks, Jay. Thank you. It was a real pleasure. Larry Elder defends the president's response to COVID-19. I hear over and over again how the president has caught flat-footed on all of this from, from CNN, MSNBC. Republicans are happy with his response, and overall the country's happy with his response, but Democrats, of course, are not. Ever occurred to Democrats that maybe, just maybe, he might have had a, you know, a few more minutes on his hands if he hadn't been hounded for two and a half years over this collusion nonsense? The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Like the rest of us, you're probably tired of all those annoying sales calls to your home telephone number. Now, there's a solution. OurOldNumber.com will block those pesky robocalls from getting through, and most live sales calls will hang up. So how does it work? Callers to your home telephone number will hear a personalized greeting from you. The caller selects the family member they wish to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded onto the family member's cell phone. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. No long-term contracts. It's still your phone number and remains in directory assistance. The service is only $9.99 per month, and you can eliminate your landline connection and save money. Now, calls to your home phone number can reach any member of the family, wherever they are, and get rid of those annoying sales calls. OurOldNumber.com. It's just $9.99 per month. Go to OurOldNumber.com to learn how you can get started blocking sales calls today. That's OurOldNumber.com. OurOldNumber.com. You'll be glad you did. At Harry's, we work day and night to make shaving enjoyable. We think we've got it down to a science, actually. It starts with the most important stuff, our five-blade cartridges. They're strong, sharp, and made in our world-class German factory. Our craftsmen are a meticulous bunch. They're obsessed with quality, which is why we offer a 100% money-back guarantee. As for the handle, it's grippy and weighted for extra control, even when wet. Lastly, we have this whole no-ripping-people-off policy, which means we keep our prices fair every day. 
Take our blades. They cost as little as $2 each because we think more money in your pocket is as enjoyable as it gets. When you're ready to start shaving the enjoyable way, get your Harry starter set. It includes a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and travel cover, all for just $3. Free shipping included. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388 at checkout. Harry's, engineered for enjoyment. You might wonder why Australians always seem so relaxed. Well, it comes down to sleep. And we can sleep like a koala full of gum leaves. So we've invented a solution to your sleep problems. It's called Pronto Sleep. Pronto Sleep is a two-in-one solution that helps you fall asleep and stay asleep. Pronto gently opens your nose to focus breathing so you can relax and fall into the land of Nod. And the built-in scent diffuser delivers a blend of four pure essential oils all night long for a beaut sleep naturally. Then Pronto replenishes the oils ready for the next night. Clever, eh? And does it work? Well, in trials, 84% of people with trouble sleeping found Pronto helped them fall asleep. 74% found it helped them stay asleep. You'll find Pronto now at select Walgreens, Amazon or at prontosleep.com. Pronto Sleep is the gift of sleep from Australia. From RhinoMed, bringing you advanced nasal therapies. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Our annual Food for the Poor campaign is underway to raise money for children suffering from poverty in the Caribbean and Latin America. We've partnered with Food for the Poor to provide food and clean water to several thousand children in Guatemala this spring. Can she tell us about her life and the difficulties living here in this home? There are a lot of difficulties that I have living here. First, because when there is a lot of wind and there's rain, we get wet inside. We also have difficulties with the water because there's no water here. And I have to walk many kilometers in order to go get it. What is the water like? When it's clean, it's clear. But if not, you can see that it's dirty and I have to still get some of that water and bring it home. Every 15 days she gets sick for her stomach and maybe because of the water and most of the time we don't have money for medicine. And that was Paul Jacobs of Food for the Poor and he joins us now. Paul, so uh, there are a lot of charities doing good things and collecting lots of money in lots of places but there's something about Food for the Poor where you know that the the exactly what the money is going for that you give and yes. and, and and i'm talking to someone now you paul <laughs> who if you've seen the you've seen what that money does and you see it work in person you've been there absolutely what i've seen for years now coming back to pittsburgh every single year the money that comes in from listeners here in this community and what it turns around and turns into, whether it be a house for a mom who is living on mud floors or it turns into a community center where it becomes also a worship center or a medical clinic. Or now in this case, it becomes two meals a day, nutritious meals, in fact, for mothers, for fathers, for families, for children and clean, safe water. I've been to these communities where they had water from a hole in the ground and now they're getting clean, pristine treated water and it was interesting we had a child once in a water it was basically an inauguration of this water well Mm -hmm. the little girl leaned in 
and she took the very first sip of water and she said, oh, what delicious water. And I thought to myself, I've never heard, I've got three daughters, yeah. I've never heard anyone say no. delicious water. Yeah. I've heard someone say, oh, I'm so thirsty, this yeah. water's so good. Yeah. But it was because she didn't taste the she things didn't taste that she anything. Would. Exactly. Before we go any further, there are two ways that you can give your gift to food for the poor. Call 844-868-4673 or give online at foodforthepoor.com slash Guatemala crisis. $80 provides food for a year and water for life for one child. $160 provides food for a year and water for life for two children. $320 or $27 per month provides food for a year and water for life for one family. $640 or $54 a month provides food for a year and water for life for two families. Any size gift will make a difference in the lives of poor families in Guatemala. So, Paul, when someone donates money, yes. you see that. That gives you an appreciation for what happens when that turns into real-life episodes and real happiness for people. Absolutely. I actually you can see, see. I, I, I actually see the transformation take place. I've been to communities and been to homes where these families had a desperate need. They were in terrible conditions, whether they were not eating every day. Uh, the mothers were feeding their children leaves from the tree in the back and boiling those leaves to give them as dinner at night. And now the children eat every day. They have a clinic to go to. They have clean, safe water to drink. They're under a solid roof. And I remember one particular case where we went into a community. And as I walked there, I turned to my team and I said, is that the same child from last year? We all actually brought our, took our phones out and we were going through our camera roll to say, yeah, that's her. We yeah. didn't recognize this little girl a year later after getting this help. For a limited time only, if you are a business owner and you want to partner with AM 1250 The Answer to support food for the poor, we'd like to offer you a unique marketing opportunity. If you make a donation of $1,200 to Food for the Poor, The Answer Pittsburgh will provide your business with 40 60-second commercials that you may use to promote your business. We'll write and produce these commercials at no cost to you. As a business benefactor, you'll enjoy the benefits of marketing your business to the AM1250 The Answer audience while also supporting the great work being done by Food for the Poor. To become an Answer business benefactor and take advantage of this limited time offer, please contact General Sales Manager Mike Howard at 412-503-4761. That's 412-503-4761. Note to businesses, your gift is tax deductible. Paul Jacobs, Food for the Poor. We're going to be uh, happy to be working with you again, and uh, we hope we can raise uh, a lot of money for you and feed and give water to lots of kids in uh, Guatemala. Thanks. No, thank you. So thanks to everybody who's uh, contributed, and uh, this has been a two-week um, program. Uh, uh, drive, I guess you call it, and uh, it ends up t tomorrow. So uh, we'll be finishing up the food for the poor drive tomorrow. Thanks again for uh, everybody who has contributed. And tomorrow we will, uh, I have scheduled as a guest a brigadier general, retired. He's going to talk about China and why we are being so friendly with China and asking why aren't they being held accountable for what happened with the Wuhan Chinese virus. I guess he thinks we're allowed to call it, call it that. And who's going to argue with a brigadier general? See you tomorrow.
John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250 The Answer and Salem Media Group.